Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Dom Lewis here from the Philly Sports 444 podcast. Um, before the podcast gets started, I just want to let you guys know that I'm trying out a new intro um, with the podcast. So I had um shout out to my guy, Dave Franchise. He recorded it for me and I appreciate his efforts for it. So um, I just want to let you guys know that there's a new intro and I welcome any feedback you guys have on it. Um, yeah, just let me know what you guys think. All right. So, um yeah, enjoy the podcast, enjoy the intro, or if you don't enjoy the intro, let me know. If you don't enjoy the podcast, let me know, all right? So thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Welcome to the 444 Podcast, where you gotta catch it like a drop pass. You know Dom is hitting all of the topics Ranging from the flyers to the process You know it's heavy sixers in my city From Embiid to Simmons You know we keep it gritty And the Phillies is ringing the bell The skipper got this team ready to sell No national love for Harper, right? I would've signed Bryce twice, the price was right, uh Went to earth, such a connection Turnover on downs, Malcolm Jenkins in a session We back to being the beast from the east Turn the volume up and let Dom speak What up, what up, what up? What's going on, everybody? This is Dom Lewis, and welcome in to the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. Um, after a hiatus of about two months, I'm finally back, finally getting a chance to record again. So I thank you all for supporting me during the time that I've been off. Um, thank you for everyone who's giving me a kick in the butt, telling me that I need to record, and I haven't been recording, and then I needed to get something out there, so I appreciate it. Um... It's funny because the last time we talked, the the Philadelphia 76ers were still in the playoffs, and it was um it was, it was actually still the first round of the playoffs. They were still playing Brooklyn, and now it's what time is it? it's 1:09 a.m. on June the 14th. The finals have just ended. Actually, they ended about I guess about an hour ago, hour and a half ago, maybe. So there is a new champion. And that champion is Toronto Raptors, the team that actually knocked the Philadelphia 76ers out of the playoffs. So, needless to say, I'm not happy about that. But congratulations to Toronto, and I'll get into how I feel about everything. Congratulations to Toronto. Congratulations to Kawhi Leonard. Um, After all he's gone through, he is a champion once again. Congratulations to Kyle Lowry and... Marcus all all of those guys up there. Congratulations to Drake, because he's been like the face of that that organization. Uh, whatever. But hey, Toronto won. They beat the the Warriors in six games. They they played them tough, man. I, Toronto is tough, you know. Without you know taking my bias blinders off, that's a that's a they were they're a good defensive team, and I give them a lot of credit. So. 
a shout out to um, their defensive schemes and their coaching and their players for playing really good defense. Um, so yeah, so we have a new NBA champion, world champion. We have a new Stanley Cup uh, champion. The St. Louis Blues won uh, last evening. They beat um, they beat the Boston Bruins in a game seven. Uh, shout out to Braden Shen, former Philadelphia Flyer. He is now a um, he now got a chance to hoist uh, Lord Stanley's Cup. So that's another champion. So the winter sports are officially over. We're transitioning now into the summer, and we're it's kind of a wait because we have to wait for actually uh, mini camp just ended. So mini camp ended. The basketball season's ended. Hockey season has ended, and now it's just baseball. And that's what we're in right now. So I'm going to talk about everything. I'm going to talk about, you know, I'll talk about how I feel about the finals, how I feel about the Stanley Cup finals, how I feel about the the NBA finals, how I feel about the Sixers, the Flyers as of uh, the Flyers and the lack lack of identity and energy and, and importance of that team. And I'll talk about the Phillies and how I feel about the Phillies right now. And I actually just went to the Phillies game the other day. Um, got a chance to see them in action. And I'm mad that that was the game that I went to because they didn't give much of an effort at all. And I'll talk about the Eagles because the Eagles, actually, they're, they're probably the only team that I'm happy with right now. Um, only Philly team that I'm happy with because I'm not sure how to feel about uh, the Phillies. I'm definitely still disappointed in the Sixers, and the Flyers have just made me so angry. Uh, they haven't made me angry in the sense I'm just boiling with anger. I'm just angry because they're so irrelevant. Um, and I, I was just shout out to my man Earn and Rail, uh, two and five sports. I was just talking to them about it. How I just feel like they're just an irrelevant team. No one cares about the Flyers. The only people that only, the only thing that the Flyers the only the only way people know the Flyers is because of gritty. And that's a shame. So I'll talk about all of that. Um, I'll talk, like I said, I'll, I'm going to, you know, talk about the finals and I, you know, I'll get into how I feel about all of that. So um, I don't want to just go into it now. I'm just going to take a short break because this is, you know, a lot to unpack here. Um, I'll just kind of give a crash course about how the, the rest of the NBA playoffs went and then how the finals went. How I feel about the Sixers and yeah, we'll go from there. So I'm taking a short break. I'll be right back. Dom Lewis here with the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis. And, you know, Again, I want to thank you all for your continued support. Like I said, I've been off for a couple of months now. And mostly it was because of the Sixers. <laughs> um, so the last time we talked, the Sixers were, they took a 3-1 to series lead against the Brooklyn Nets in the first round of the playoffs. And I knew they would win that next game and that they would probably be playing Toronto in the next round. They went through a grueling seven-game series with Toronto. And it was grueling. It was grueling. I mean, 
you know, they lost the first game. They won the second game in Toronto. They won the third game at home in, like, blowout fashion. Um, and then game four was at home. And they had a chance to win that game. And they blew it. I mean, I'm not going to sure could it. They blew that game. Um, it was close to the end, and they ended up blowing it. I knew they would lose that game, but I knew, to me, that was the game that they needed to win in order to win that series. Because game five, they go back to Toronto. They end up losing it in blowout fashion. They come back in game six. They win in blowout fashion. So, lose it for game seven. In game seven, I mean, of course, you've seen it by now. Um, a very good game. Ends on a quadruple doink. Uh two-point shot, long two-pointer by Kawhi Leonard in the corner. Ends up going in. And, um, yeah, I talked about it on my last podcast. You know, just heartbreak from that. So, you know, from there, Toronto ends up playing Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I I really felt that that Milwaukee was going to win that series in five games. I said, I said there was no way that um, Giannis would be denied and for the first two games, it looked that way. They were just blowing Toronto out of the water. Toronto ends up turning it on, and they win four straight in that series. They win the series 4-2, end up going to the NBA Finals. They win game one of the finals. I'm saying, okay, it doesn't matter. The Warriors are still winning five. If I'm being nice, they're winning six. And the Warriors just... Uh, I'm not going to say they were dismantled because that's not true. But I think it's just a luck of the draw. And, uh, you know, Toronto was playing well. Toronto, they knew how to play them defensively. And the Warriors had had injuries. I'm, You know, just it's the same way how the Warriors ended up winning that title when um, Kevin Love was hurt and Kawhi, I mean, and uh, Kyrie was hurt. And it was just LeBron out there and Matthew Dellavedova. It was the same kind of concept. So, KD was still hurt. He ends up coming back for game five, blows his Achilles out. I'm looking at, I just watched the game tonight. Um, Clay Thompson was going off. He ended up scoring 30 points in third and three quarters. And he goes down with a knee injury. And I, to me, it looks like it's an ACL. Uh, no one, there's no big reports out there. I'm not reporting anything. So there's no reports out there for it yet. I'm just saying when I saw him go down, he grabbed his ankle. Um, they said it was a knee injury when he went back and he was on crutches. So it's either a sprain or an ACL, and I think it might be the ACL. Uh, the fact that he was he couldn't really walk um, after the game and everything, I think it's an ACL. So, but you know, getting back to the you know subject at hand, Toronto they just they really this team has really grown throughout the playoffs, and it upsets me because you know. I, I give all the I tip my hat to Toronto. I give them all the kudos in the world. I really do. Um, and as much as I hate Toronto, I hate the fans. I hate stupid Jurassic Park. I hate Drake. All of that stuff. I've said it. I've said it on Facebook. I've said it everywhere. Like I hate the Toronto Raptors. I don't like them. Um, not as much as like I hate the Dallas Cowboys or anything. But I for this period of time, I don't like the Toronto Raptors um, mainly because of the, the quadruple doink. You know, and how I feel like the Sixers were a better team than them. That's really what it comes down to for me. The Sixers were the better team in my eyes. I know it. I know it. And the fact that they let this opportunity pass them by, they blew it. They blew that opportunity in that second, that second 
um, round series, the Eastern Conference semifinals, it just really, it doesn't blow my mind. That's not what I want to say, but it just kind of left me in a really sour mood. Really, really just like, I'm upset with them. I'm still, until this day, it's June the 14th. The finals are over. The seasons have been over for the Sixers for a month now. I am still, still upset with that team because I feel like they blew it. They had a, they had an opportunity. And I'm not saying that the Sixers would have been the champions. I'm not saying that they would have won the finals. They would have beat the Warriors. I'm not saying that. But they had a chance. They had a chance. They had several chances to beat the Toronto Raptors, and they didn't. And as, as, uh, to me, it wasn't even a matter of being a coach. To me, it was a, a matter of not even being outplayed, but it was more so being out-hustled and outwitted by veterans. And maybe that's a coaching issue. Maybe that's just an experience issue. But I lay the blame completely at the feet of Joel Embiid. And I know Ben Simmons doesn't shoot. I know people get mad at him because he doesn't shoot jumpers and all of that. I get it. I understand it. I'm not oblivious to it. I understand. I know. But I got to lay it at the feet of Joel Embiid because, as I said before, and I'm going to say it again, he told us he was the most unstoppable player in the league. And do you know what happened to him in that series? He got stopped. Whether he stopped himself, whether he let someone stop him, whether he just didn't have the wherewithal just to decide to take over a game, whatever it may be, I lay it solely at the feet of Joel B. I'm not saying no one else is without fault because I think the entire team has some soul searching to do. The coach has some soul searching to do. And although I, I can't, I, I I didn't think that he that Brett Brown should be fired. He needs to do more. But the Sixers blew an opportunity. And because they blew that opportunity, the Toronto Raptors are the champions now. They're champions in the world. All because the Sixers blew an opportunity. You know, Kawhi hits that jumper, and I think they... I still think the Sixers lose that game seven based off of that jumper. You know, and there were several other things that went wrong, but I still think the Sixers mainly lost that game because of that jumper. And, I, you know, you can't... At the end of the day, Kawhi is just a really great player, and he had a really tough shot. But there were so many more opportunities for the Sixers to win that series and to win that game. And people want to say is, you know, Ben Simmons not shooting jumpers. I get it. He, yeah, you're right. He doesn't shoot jumpers. And he needs to come back next season with a jumper. He needs to learn how to play when teams put up the defensive wall against him where he can't penetrate. He needs to learn how to get two, three moves where he can pull up jumper, pass it out. He can do something where he can actually break up that defense that's being played against him. He needs to learn. And I, he's not faultless. He is not faultless. I blame him too. But I blame Joel and B more. Because I know that the Sixers were the better team. And I know that he is a great player that could have led that team. 
and I'm just so disappointed. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm so disappointed in the Sixers because they blew an opportunity. Not even saying that they would have been the champ. I'm not saying that they would have won the finals, but they blew an opportunity to at least be in the Eastern Conference Finals and have the opportunity to play in the finals. They blew their opportunity out in the second round again. I don't care about 51 seasons. I don't care about Joel Embiid making all NBA teams. I mean, I do care, but that's secondary. I don't care about Ben Simmons being an all-star. I care, but that's secondary. I cared about the Sixers getting out of the second round. He didn't. And seeing the Toronto Raptors win the championship just makes me even more disappointed in the Sixers. And I know I talked about it in my last pod. You know, I know it was... uh, I'm sorry. The last time we did talk, I talked... We talked after um, the Sixers. I said, last time we talked, the the Sixers still in the first round. No, no, no. Last time we talked was after the Sixers lost. So I apologize for... You know, I retract what I said earlier. But anyway, you know, their heartbreak, it's heartbreak because it's disappointment. And, you know, I know I talked about it last time, you know, I got out all my feelings about how I felt about the Sixers and everything. I'm just disappointed still to this day. The Toronto Raptors are the champions. And, you know, we're sitting here now because we don't know if the Sixers are going to sign, re-sign Jimmy Butler. We don't know if they're going to re-sign Tobias Harris. We don't know if, well, not if they're going to sign them, but if they decide to re-sign with the Sixers. We don't even know at this point. We don't know what this roster is going to look like. All I can do now, all we can do now, is really just sit here and wait till June 30th, 6 p.m., when NBA free agency starts. That's all we can do at this point. And it sucks because... I keep saying it, and I'm going to keep saying it. The team they had now, the team they had this year, they had an opportunity, a real opportunity to get to the finals. And they blew it. And that's what makes me so disappointed. Like I said, congratulations to Toronto. I mean, look, it's deserved. They played, they played really well throughout these playoffs. But I know the Sixers were better than them. And I'm disappointed they let that opportunity slip. I don't know what Sixers are going to... I don't know. They, like all, all signs right now, they're pointing to Jimmy Butler resigning here. Yeah. But they need to resign both Jimmy and Tobias. Because it's not like you can use the max spot for someone else if Tobias doesn't resign here. Basically, you, the trade was for nothing. So you need to do everything in your power to resign him. And run it back, just like you said. Run it back. But you're going to you're gonna have to do something. You're going to have to resign those guys. Build your bench through the draft, all that stuff. Through free agents to get some free agents, you know, free agents on some small deals. But you can't not resign those guys. You can't not run it back at this point. The only chance you have to um, get out of the second round next year and get further and deeper running into the playoffs. Only, only chance you have. Only chance we have. So that's what leads. That's at least even more disappointment because I don't know what this team is going to be next year. 
And it's no short thing that they'll even be in this position next year. So we'll see. Once again, um, congratulations to Toronto. I'm disappointed in the Sixers. I'm disappointed in the Warriors. Um, I said the Warriors are winning five games. And I get they have injuries, but they played a lot of bad basketball, too, in these finals. They played a lot of bad basketball. They missed a lot of shots. Turned the ball over a lot. They didn't play championship basketball. In my eyes, they didn't. Um, They didn't hustle a lot. I mean, Toronto out-hustled them. Same thing they have in Sixers. Toronto out-hustled them. They grabbed more rebounds than them. More second-chance points. They got down and dirty, man. So, I respect that. I respect that. Even though I hate Toronto, I respect that effort. I really do. Um, Kevin Durant tore his Achilles, ruptured his Achilles. Who knows? Who knows what he'll, what he'll do next year? That's not my concern right now. My concern is, I listen, I hope he gets well. I hope Clay is well as well. I just hope that the Sixers can actually max these guys out. Jimmy and Tobias run it back next year, get a deeper bench, and actually put this league on notice. Hope Joel Embiid comes back with a vengeance. Hope Ben Simmons comes back with a jump shot and comes back with a vengeance because we don't win without those two. Regardless of re-signing Jimmy and Tobias, you don't win without Ben and Joe. So we'll see. But they need to come back with a chip on their shoulder, and they got to recognize this is unfinished business. They got to recognize that they didn't get the job done and they have another opportunity next year. They had to do everything in their power to never let this happen again. I'm going to say this last thing and I'll wrap up uh, just this segment. Um, so Joel and B tweeted something like tweeted one day, like the word regrets. And I tweeted and I retweeted it and I said, I'm glad he, I don't even know what he was talking about, but I'm, I just went off. I assume and I know I shouldn't assume, but I assume he was talking about letting this opportunity slip. I said, I'm glad you recognize the magnitude of what has happened. And I pray that you never let this happen again. Because they really let this opportunity slip. I keep saying it, and I'm going to keep saying it. The opportunity went right through their fingers. They didn't realize it at the time. But it did. And now Toronto is the world champions. And you miss out on an opportunity. Because you were the better team, and you let the opportunity slip. And that is what hurts so much. That is why I haven't been able to record. Because that hurt. That, it still hurts. I'm disappointed in them. Because they were better. But we'll see. We'll see what, you know, Elton Brand does. Draft is coming up. Um, I think the draft is next week. No, no, the draft is, I think, the week after. No, it's the I don't know. I don't even know when the draft is. I don't care. We'll see what he does with the draft. We'll see what they do in free agency. We'll see what our team looks like in the middle of July. We'll see. We'll see. That'll do it for my Sixers ranting. And my ranting, excuse me, my Sixers talk. I'll be back in a moment. I'm going to take a short break. I'm going to talk about Eagles next. Something that makes me happy. Philadelphia Eagles, because they're the only team that's making me happy right now. Well, we'll talk about the Eagles 
minicamp. What's going on with the Eagles? The latest. Carson Wentz getting that money, securing the bag. And yeah, we'll just have a little short talk on the Eagles and we'll talk about what I expect to see um, coming up in training camps. Okay. Um, training camp is about six, seven weeks away. So we still got some time. But we'll talk about the Eagles. Okay. So take a short break. I'll be back in a moment. This is Dom Lewis here with the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis. Thank you guys for tuning in. And if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the podcast um, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Or you can just listen on Anchor.fm or listen via the Anchor app. Um, also, you can follow us on social media at 444 Podcast. You can email us with any feedback, any questions, 444podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, you can always tweet me, Facebook me, Instagram me. Please, I'm down for it. I'm here for it. Um, that's why it's, that's why the platform was created, and you know I really, really um, appreciate all the support, and I welcome any feedback that I get. So thank you. Um, so off of a, a bad subject, or not? A, it's not a bad subject because I don't want. I love the Sixers, and that's why I talk about them like this. So. Transitioning off of the Sixers and how I feel about them to the Eagles and how I feel about them. And honestly, they're probably the only team that I'm happy with right now. Um, Strictly because, well, they haven't played in games yet, for one. They haven't even gone to training camp yet. But I just, I'm not... um, I'm happy with them right now. Right now, and they just sidebar. They just showed um, the quadruple doink on ESPN. Kawhi making the quadruple doink. Joel be crying. Oh God! And breaking news. Uh, you know, sorry. I'm 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 chopping up the segment a little bit, but Klay uh, um, Thompson did uh, tear his ACL. I said it. I said that he. I think that he did, and um, it came across a crawl on ESPN few minutes ago um but yeah he did tear his ACL so I don't know what the words are gonna look like next year KD I don't even know if he's gonna be there Clay towards ACL who knows what the words are gonna look like who knows no one knows so you know the time will tell however get back to Eagles um they had uh, mini camps and they had voluntary workouts and they had mini camp and the Friday that the last day of uh, voluntary workouts Doug Peterson cancels practice. Takes the team bowling. Wonderful. Doug is just a wonderful guy. Awesome. And maybe I feel that way because he won a Super Bowl, but Doug is just a good guy. He's a genuinely good guy. So I can I can I can't find I can find myself being mad at him on Sundays and stuff like that. But overall, he is a good guy. And the, you know, I just think that he's a good coach. But anyways, cancels practice. Goes team building event to South Bowl. Awesome. Shout out to South Bowl. Team bowls. Carson's rolling strikes. Doug's rolling strikes. Awesome. Later on that night, Carson signs an extension. Bam. Four years, $128 million. Up to $107.9 million in guarantees. 
66 million that'll definitely be guaranteed that man it got paid paid a man paid a man paid a man he got paid um there have been people out there who say that they don't like the deal there are people out there that do like the deal i mean by now you probably heard all the breakdown on the contract you know how it counts against the cap all of that stuff i'm just gonna give you my opinion on everything He got paid what quarterbacks get paid. I'm going to say that again. Carson Wentz got paid what quarterbacks in the NFL get paid. Quarterbacks in the NFL, they make $30 million a year. That's what they do. So, you mad because he got the money now versus him getting the money later? There's no reason for you to be mad that he got the money now versus later. One, I got to tell people this, and I and I, I had to tell people this because I, I need people to get through their thick brains. It's not your money. It is not your money. So you wanting to hold on to the money? For what? It is not going in your pocket. And Howie went from being 24 millions over the cap to being like the having the 11 best cap room in the league because of the moves he made. So it was only right that everyone get the extension done. And people are mad because, you know, for people who think it's too much or whatever, it boils down to one thing. You want Nick Foles as your quarterback. And I'm sorry to tell you that Nick Foles will never be your quarterback unless you're going to see him in Jacksonville. If you're an Eagles fan, He'll never be your quarterback again. The Nick Foles era is done, is dead. It's over. It'll never come back. Period. The next time you'll see Nick Foles in Philadelphia, he'll be signing a one-day contract, retiring from NFL. If that. People need to get over it. Nick Foles, he did his job. He came in for Carson Wentz, who was your starter. And he played to lead this team to a Super Bowl. He filled in. You know how Aaron Ola gets on the mound and he pitches seven innings? Seven and two-thirds or whatever. He might give up two runs. Have nine strikeouts. You know, pitching a gem game. You know what happens when you take them out of the game? Your relievers come in. You go to your bullpen. Nick Foles was the reliever. He was the reliever. So I need people to get over it. He'll never be your guy again unless you just want to be a Jacksonville fan or just be a Nick Foles fan and go wherever he's going. But he's not going to be your quarterback again. So get over it. Carson got paid. Carson is going to be your quarterback. That's the end of the story. You need to support him. Get on him when he makes bad plays. Support him when he makes great plays and he's winning you games. 
but I'm tired of the Nick Foles chatter. It's like, it'll never go away. And it's like, this issue should just die already. It's over. It's been over. So get over it. Carson got paid, signed his contract. We're going to mini camps this week. The only thing that I was worried about this week was Jenkins not showing up because he has a contract issue with the Eagles right now. He said, you know, it's been, you know, out there saying he wants a new contract, which is completely understandable because he deserves it. But you know what Jenkins did? Showed up to camp. You know what the Eagles are going to do? They're going to tighten his contract up, give him a contract, give him more guarantee money, whatever, restructure, whatever they got to do. They'll do it. You know why? Because they take care of their guys. So, you know, and he clearly he got on the podium and said, he said, I feel like I'll play the contract that I have now, which is great. Like, wonderful. He paid a man. He's going to get paid. I'm not. I think it'll be done before camp. I'm, I'm cool. This, the Eagles look good out there on the field. I mean, Carson's looking good out there. He's not wearing a brace on his leg. You know, he's throwing passes with touch. He's throwing deep passes. He's doing, he's going through, the, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Everything's gelling together right now. It's gelling well. And it's great that he has an actual offseason that he can actually work out. As opposed to rehab. It's a great thing. And it's something that I don't take for granted. So I'm thankful for that. <laughs> and shout out to Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, going out with Carson last night, giving them the hen dog. They got Henny at the table. <laughs> Yo, turn the Carson out, man. Y'all wild for that. But it was it was a sight to see. It was awesome. I'm glad the team was gelling together. I'm glad that the Eagles look good right now. They look good in their workouts and they look good in minicamp. It's about six or seven weeks until actual camp starts, July 25th. So, you know, we'll be a little dry for right now, but I'm glad everything looks promising right now. They have a stacked roster. Carson has um, a great wide receiving core. He has a great tight end, great two great tight ends. He has um, one of the best offensive lines in the league, and he has a running back stable now. So, there's no reason that this team shouldn't be successful. And I'm going to say this. People have this thing about, they said that, you know, we paid them too early. Or, you know, people say this thing about, it's not even about paying Carson. People say this thing about, you know, they're worried um, about this year because, they don't know if Carson can stay healthy. I'm gonna go on this little rant, okay? Or I'm just gonna say this to you. I'm not. Even, I'm not even gonna say it's a rant. But do you think Green Bay worries about Aaron Rodgers not being healthy for the season, even though he's missed games? Do you think that the Pittsburgh Steelers, shout out to Beth, Beth from Ocean City, Maryland, uh, she's a big Steelers fan, and she was, her and Nick were very gracious to me when I came when we came down for um. My birthday weekend, Ocean City, Maryland. So, uh, shout out to Beth. She's still a fan. Shout out to Nick. He is a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. And I hope I'm getting the names right. I hope I didn't say the names wrong. But anyways, um, do you think the Steelers fans are worried about Ben Roethlisberger 
not being healthy for the season? Do you think that the New York Jets are about Sam Darnold? Do you think that um, the Los Angeles Chargers are worried about Phillip Rivers, even though he's old, not playing? Do you think that the Saints are worried about Drew Brees being 82 years old, not playing a full season of football? No other team is worried about their quarterback or worried about injuries. And I know, I get it. But think about it. Every those quarterbacks that I named, all of them that I named, why with the exception of Sam Darnold, they've all been hurt. Every last one of them has been hurt. We're not they're not worried. At least the fans aren't worried about their their guy not playing. We as Philly fans need to get out of that mindset, that doomsday mindset, and just go in there with an expectation. That Carson is playing. He's played 16 games before. You know that, right? Going there with an expectation. Like, understand that the last two seasons have been tumultuous on him. But he's done everything in his power to actually get healthy. And, you know, change his diet and his body structure is different now. And, you know, he's the guy now. He's probably going to do a lot more passing and a lot more a lot less reckless plays like understand that he's really working on being a better person better player and this 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 doomsday mindset of what if he gets hurt like this gotta stop just stop it we're better than this guys we gotta be better than that as fans we gotta be better than that we gotta be smarter we're supposed to be the smart one of the smarter fan bases we gotta be smarter than this stop being so hot takey and I I know that this would you know sports radio in this town some some stations or some station or whatever they kind of call for people being hot takey don't be hot takey look at what's in front of you use your eyes Be smart. Let's all be better. I got to trust that Carson is going to be healthy. I got to trust that this team is going to do well. I got to trust us. Got to trust Doug. All in all, the expectations for the Eagles should be high. But I know, you know, as, as fans, Philip fans, we don't want to get too high because, you know, we're afraid of disappointment. I get that. We're all afraid of disappointment. I expect them to have a good season, though. They should have a good season. I'm not, I haven't even gone into, like, the schedule yet, the breakdowns and, you know, win-loss, win-loss. But overall, they should, they should have a good season. I got to trust them that they'll do so. So. Eagles look good in, you know, workouts in minicamp. Carson got his money. Jenkins, Jenkins is going to get his money soon. So I have, to, I have to believe that. And everybody should be a full go for minicamp. I mean, for uh, training camp. It's about a month, about six, seven weeks away. So everyone should be, a, you know, it should be no worries going into training camp. Those worries should be resolved. 
Everyone should be feeling good. There's no drama around the team right now. We're good. So we just gotta patiently wait. Get yourself excited though, because we're about to we're about to approach that time of the year. I know right now, you know, we're gonna suffer a little bit because there's no more basketball, there's no more hockey. All you got right now is soccer. I mean soccer, excuse me. All you got right now is baseball. Oh my god, soccer. I don't know where that came from. Um but get yourselves ramped up a little bit. Phillies can hold us over. They should be able to hold us over until we get to training camp. And they're going to make a little run of their own. I'll talk about that next. So, um, go Birds. I'm going to take a short break. I'll be right back. This is Dom Lewis with the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. Welcome back in, everybody, to the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis. Thank you guys for tuning in. So, before I go any further, just want to say um, that I appreciate everyone for, you know, tuning in. Appreciate that. And, you know, I look at I look at my podcast like this. I'm a fan, all right? I'm a fan of these teams. And I, I go off of, I I use the knowledge that I have and the reports that I see and the stuff that I read and I formulate an opinion. I don't think that um, this is the, I don't think my opinion is end all be all. I just appreciate the people who listen to it. Um, and that, you know, even if you disagree with me, it's fine. But it's just for me, it's a I the reason I started this podcast is because of I'm a, I was a, like an avid, I guess you got avid uh, listener of Philly Sports Radio, like since like 2015. And I feel like a lot has changed since then. And a lot. You know, from what I know about sports radio, a lot has changed over time. And I have a platform because I felt like my, or not my opinion, but like the opinions that I knew of many people weren't getting heard because of, you know, radio having to follow certain, you know, whatever they had to follow over their radio. So I feel like my pod is a, is an um, opportunity to have a valid opinion without being influenced by a program director or anybody like that and to have healthy dialogue without having stuff like stupid callers like call and make dumb points um that's why like you know i hated like the whole nick Foles carson Wentz debate like it took up so much radio time and i felt like it was like an unnecessary debate and it was unnecessary to even talk about like after a few days but people wanted to keep dragging it on and whatever people got to do for ratings and things, stuff like that. Listen, I'm not here to criticize. I just feel like this platform is a platform where it's free, like free for people to think freely and actually like express how you really feel. Um, and whether it's idiotic or not, you can actually express it on this kind of platform. That's why I welcome feedback for and people to ask questions and people to interact and all that stuff. I welcome it because um, this platform is not 
I'm not bound by anything here. I can do what I want. I record when I want. I publish it when I want. It's it's accessible when you want it. You don't have to listen between 6 and 10 or 10 and 2 or 2 and 6. I'm not taking commercial breaks. I don't have to, you know, none of that. Like, this is, it's free. And that's why I do it. So I, I, I don't know why I had to went on this little rant, but I just feel like it had something that needed to be said. And people to understand, like, you know, podcasters, like, I, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a reporter. I'm not, you know, a member of Philly media, anything like that. I'm a fan and I have an opinion on my teams. And that's why I have this platform. And that's why I welcome people to other fans like me to actually have healthy dialogue here. It's a safe space. People talk about safe spaces these days. This is a safe space. And yeah, I know I'll get into, you know, whatever with people like, uh, you know, you know, um, disagreements or whatever it may be sports disagreements, but this is a healthy place to do it. So I'm thankful for the people that listen and support and for people that want to, you know, have the dialogue with me. I welcome you. I welcome you. I really do. So come on. Like I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. Like I really think this platform for me is here to stay until I until it evolves into something else. So yeah. So we talked about the Sixers. We talked about the Eagles. And now um I'll I'll shed a I guess I'll shed a little no, I'll talk about the Phillies actually. Um so how can I say this? I'll just I'll start off by saying this. I went to the game the other day, Phillies game. And the lack of effort I saw was disappointing to me. You know, they played the Arizona Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks aren't really a good team. Played Diamondbacks. They're in a rubber match. You know, it's a nice night. They said Bryce Harper for the night. You got Eflin on the mound. Um, and it, it boggled my mind that the bats were cold. Nick Williams, who was playing for Car- uh, Carson once, oh my God, for Bryce Harper, because he sat Bryce Harper that night, he actually was the only one that had, like, hits that game. He had two hits. And it boggles my mind, like, you know, when the bat get cold, they get really cold with this team. And I'm not here to, I, I'm not doom and gloom with it. Like, the, the Philly season is still is still not at a point where I need to be worried or concerned, like, to the point where I feel like they're not going to make the playoffs. I, I don't feel it needs, it's early June, so, you know, you know, we'll cross that bridge, I guess, after the All-Star break. Right now, though, I just feel like the Phillies are a good team. I feel like let's let's get that out there. They're a good team. They got a lot of talent on this team. Do I feel like they can make a deep champion, a deep playoff run, or deep postseason run? No, not right now. Not with this. Not with the injuries to the bullpen. Not with the bullpen the way it is. Not with the pitching the way it is. They can't. Not with the bats getting the inconsistency with the bats. They can't. They can't. Not right now. Do I think that they will eventually turn it around and they will be like they're going to run? Yeah, I do. I do. 
I don't know when it'll be, but right now is an important time because they're about to go. They're about to play 26 straight games against NL East opponents. They got a series starting with Atlanta on Friday in Atlanta. Atlanta actually is the first place. They had sole possession of first place in the NL East. This, the Phillies have had it for so long. You know, and I didn't even know that, you know, that Atlanta was making a run the way they were making a run. But, hey, they're in first place in the NL East. I think this is an important series for the Phillies coming up. But I think this stretch of 26 games is very important. And they, the Phillies need to make a – in my opinion, I think they should win like – they need to win like 17 of them to really, you know – Get themselves in a good spot before, you know. I, well, they played they played twenty three games before the All Star break. So, in my opinion, they need to win. They need to win fifteen of those games. I'm just being honest. They need to win fifteen of them to 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 reclaim their lead in NL East and to really like stave off. The Braves, because the Braves are making they're making some noise right now, and they just got uh, they got Kimbrel, they got Kimbrel. Kucker went to to, uh, to the Cubs, and that's another thing. Like they didn't get Keiko, they didn't get Kimbrel. They still haven't made a move for Bumgarner. I don't know what the I don't know what the Phillies want to do right now, but they cannot expect for themselves to make a run with this team assembled, like with this pitching staff. And this bullpen is simple the way that they are. Now, shout out to Jay Bruce. I want to give him a shout out because Jay Bruce has been a very welcomed addition since he's been on this team. I mean, he came here and was hitting home runs out the gate so well that he he was the NL player of the week last week. Four home runs. Maybe like four or five. Something like that. Out of his numbers were outstanding last week. That's what I know. He had about five home runs last week. Outstanding. Outstanding. But I just, you know, Noah's not playing. He's not He's not being the ace that you want him to be right now. Pavetta, he's been playing, he's been pitching better since he came back up from the minors. Eflin played, he, he pitched well last night. Arietta is too inconsistent. It's way too inconsistent. I mean, you know, you're going to get games out of him where he might give up a run. He might go seven strong on you. You'll get a game out of him where he gives up five runs, six runs, and he might get out. He might not get out of the fifth inning. He's too inconsistent. And then this bullpen. The only short thing in the bullpen right now is Naris. You know, ever since that, it, it, I feel like ever since that the incident with Nishak, the bullpen's been in disarray. Like it, they've been in serious disarray. People have been getting hurt left and right. I, I, so right now, they can't expect to make a deep playoff run with the the pitching set the way it is. This pitching has to be better. And they have offensively, they have to be better. They can't, they can't be this inconsistent. Like, I feel like you don't lose against, you don't lose to the, the Diamondbacks. 
You don't lose a series. And they lost a... That's what bugged me. They lost the series. Like... Okay, lost the first... The fir- First of all, the first game was crazy. 13 total home runs. That, that, that was insane. That was insane. And they were on the short end of that. That, that was insane. They come out of this game, they win the game 7-4. Okay, fine. But then you come out, this the rubber match, you don't even score a run. I mean, you don't even get a run. Three total hits. No runs. You lose the game 2 nothing. Listen, whenever a game is low scoring like that, I'll automatically think that the Phillies are going to win the game. But I was so disappointed in that effort. I was something got to be addressed with this team. I brought in Jay Bruce. Now, granted, injuries are hurting us right now, and we're hurting they're hurting the bullpen, and it, and and you know, not even quite as kept, but you know, very high key. The the, the injury to Cutch uh, really hurts. It really hurts this team. I didn't realize how bad it would be, but it looks like right now it's really hurting this team. I saw last night. I was like, the injury to Andrew McCutcheon is really hurting this team. It sucks. But Mr. Analytics, Gabe, has to find a way to get through this. Like He has to find a way to get through it. And I, I credit the man because he's dealing with a lot of injuries right now. But I'm, I'm more upset at the inconsistency, excuse me, the inconsistency of the bats right now. How cold they are. How they're not getting four or five runs every game. Now, I'm not like, okay, in order to beat the Phillies, you're going to have to score six or seven runs because the Phillies is going to get their runs. I don't know what the Phillies is going to give you every night. There's certain nights they're going to give you five, six, seven runs with no problem. And then you get a night like on Wednesday night, they get no runs. I just thought that was a shame. So, they got a big stretch coming up. Like I said, they need to win 14 to 23. That's how I see it. And I don't know what will happen if they don't win 14-23. I honestly don't know. I know all-star voting is up. Last time I checked, Bryce was like 10th among the outfielders. I'm not sure who was going to go to all-star game from the Phillies. I'm not concerned about that. Concerned about them winning 14 to 23 right now. Having better pitching, more offense. I'm I'm not happy with the Phillies right now. That's all I can say. I'm not happy with them right now. I feel like in the last month, they've, I'm not going to say they played bad baseball. But there have been some questionable outings with them. I mean, they got swept in that Dodgers series, which sucked. That really hurt. And then the next series after that, I think they lost that next series after that. So, I mean, they, you know, I think they've lost. So, that would make it they've lost three of the last four series that they, they've lost. And that's, that's not good. You know, you win series in the uh, in the MLB, you go to the playoffs. 
That's the only that's what you, that's how you that's how you can assure yourself a playoff berth or a postseason berth. You need to actually win series. And I'm a little bit concerned right now. Just a little bit. I'm not saying I'm completely concerned where time to sound the alarms, but I'm concerned slightly. We'll see, though. We'll see what happens in this, this weekend with the Atlanta series. We'll see. Um, I would. I usually would end here, but I'll say a quick thing. God, I don't want to go too much in about the Flyers. I just want to say quick something about the Flyers. I mean, so let me just start by saying that the St. Louis Blues won Cinder Cup Finals last night. And which is, listen, that's awesome. First Stanley Cup, um, first Stanley Cup ever for St. Louis. It's awesome, man. It is awesome. It's awesome. So I give them credit, but I looked at a stat and I'm going to pull it up for you. Give me one second. I'm going to pull it up for y'all. This stat really bugged me. I'm going to read it to you. So I tweeted this to shout out to Earn, shout out to Rail. Tweet this. On January 6th of this season. So this is this year, 2019, January 6th. The Blues were 16 19 4. 36 points, 29 in the NHL. The Flyers, 15, 20, and 6. 36 points, 30th in the NHL. The Blues won Stanley Cup Finals last night. The Flyers didn't even make the postseason. It's a problem, man, with this squad. Like, I'm not that, you guys already know, I'm not that huge on hockey. I'm still learning the game, honestly. But I look at look, the my issue with the Flyers has been the fact that people know the Flyers because of gritty. Like people, people know the Flyers for gritty, not because. You know, they're NHL Flyers. They won titles in the 70s and had a lot of great players come through here. But they know the Flyers because of Gritty. And I'm sure people have heard by now, like the, um, you know, the Gloria, the, the issue with uh, what would be the, the rallying cry with the song Gloria um, that helped St. Louis get to a title. You know, with the bar in South Philly and the whole nine. And, you know, people from Philly actually took part of that and they, they glammed onto that a little bit or whatever. All in all, I'm upset because this team is so irrelevant. No one cares. Like, for instance, they got the rights to Kevin Hayes, right? For what I understand, I don't know too much about the guy. For what I understand about him, no, he's average. But they only have the rights to him. Like, he's about to be, he can decide not to sign here and he'll be a free agent. Like, so you traded for him just for him to not be here. Like, 
this team is just so they're so irrelevant and so incon they're just uh, they're a loser. That's exactly what they are. They're a loser. They're a losing squad. They're a losing franchise. They're a losing team. They're just a loser. And that's what annoys me so much. Like it annoys me to no end. So, tip of the hat to St. Louis and for them winning the title. But that makes me even, it made me more upset at the Flyers because I realized the Flyers have so much work to do. They got to get it together, man. They really do. And I'm not going to say they refuse to get it together, but they just, it's not moving fast enough. It really isn't. I don't know what they got to, I don't know. They got to get it together. Because it sucks. It sucks. So that'll be that. We'll see what happens. Right now, I can care. I couldn't care less about the Flyers at this point. I honestly couldn't. But then again, I'm not that big of a Flyers fan. I mean, I'm not that big of a hockey guy anyway, so I don't know. I don't know. So I'm all in all to wrap up because I'm going to wrap up this segment. Disappointed in the Sixers. I'm a little concerned about the Phillies. Not raining alarm, I'm a little worried about them. And I couldn't care less about the Flyers because they're just so, so such an irrelevant team. Only team I'm happy with right now is the Eagles, and they haven't even played a game yet. And I don't want to go back to being miserable. All four of my teams making me miserable. I don't want to go back to that. So, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to trust the Phillies. To do better. Trust Alan Brand to make better decisions for the Sixers. Make great decisions for them and come back next year stronger and better. And I'm going to trust the Flyers. You got a new GM, new head coach. I'm going to trust them. So that'll wrap up this segment of the pod. Um, when I come back, I'm just going to give a few shout outs and I'm going to be out the door, okay? So thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. This is Don Lewis with the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. Um... I'm about to sign off, but I just wanted to give a couple of shout outs to, um, you know, as I do every, at every pod, I give some shout outs to either businesses or a few folks, just people I think deserve some shout outs. So I think the first shout out I wanted to give, oh yes. Okay. I remember shout out to my friend, Denisha Scott. She just started a financial literacy program and 
I I know she just published her business cards. I don't have one yet, but I can get the um, information for you if you want it. Uh, just teaching people about financial literacy and how to be better with their finances. Um, I remember she talked about it a few, maybe about a year ago. She was saying uh, she was saying something on Facebook about. Um, anyway, she was talking about like good, either good credit or something that she did as far as her credit was concerned, and her, her credit score or something. And I was like. I remember asking like or telling her like, yo, you show other people how to do it. If you, you know, you help other people out or whatever. And it's kind of like turns out like we're like a year, a year later almost. And she's really doing it. So I just wanted to give her a shout out. Cause I, I think that's um, you know, although I sometimes find it a shame that black folks need a lot of like help, like with, you know financial literacy i appreciate those who pass the knowledge on so shout out to her and thank you for doing that also want to shout out he's a champion from philadelphia actually julian j rock williams he won he was a think a seven to one underdog before he won the title um a few months it was actually a few months back but he's from Philly and he, he won, you know, he's a world champion. And I feel like he wasn't getting enough, like, you know, recognition here in the city. He's from the city and he's a world champion, like, you know, in boxing. So I wanted just to give him a shout out and tell you, man, keep doing your thing. And, you know, whether you know it or not, the city is behind you. So keep doing your thing, man. Um, you know, shout out to champions in the city. Like I said earlier. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of Kyle Lowry, but Kyle Lowry's from the city, and Kyle Lowry is now he's a world champion. So I shout him out. So, you know, I'm proud of anybody who comes from the city and is a world champion. Um, also want to shout out um Black. I think it's Black Restaurant Week here in um Philadelphia. I think that's pretty cool. It's actually the first time I've seen it. I think it's their second year doing it, but it's my first time seeing it. So I know, actually, know a couple of folks that are on the list, and um, just wanted to give, you know, that whole thing a shout out. I think it's pretty cool. And if you if you guys have a chance, please look up um, Black Restaurant Week here in Philadelphia, and you know, go show some support. Um, I think it's I think it's just a great thing. That I think I, I love the restaurant weeks here in the city, like whether it's Center City, University City. Uh, Philadelphia restaurant, whatever it may be, King of Pressure Restaurant Week doesn't matter. Um, I like to go out to Restaurant Week, so um, just if you can, guys, you know, take take a look, show your support. And I also, last but not least, I want to shout out all the graduates from the class of 2019. Um, you know, I love graduation season. You know, and it's around this time every year that I get the itch to go back to school. <laughs> you know, I know I'll go back one day, you know. Just right now, it's not in the cars. But I just think it's beautiful. And, you know, everyone that graduates needs to be celebrated. Everyone. Not some people, you know, doesn't matter your color, creed, whatever. Everyone who graduates needs to be celebrated. It isn't, and it doesn't even matter from what level. Whether it's kindergarten, whether you're getting a graduate degree, 
everyone needs to be celebrated. It is such an achievement to move on to the next level. And I'm very, very, even if I don't know you, I'm very proud that you've, you've achieved something like that and you've moved on to that next level. It's a great thing to see. It really is. So much respect to all the graduates this year. Everyone, like I said, this will be, I'm wrapping up the podcast now. Please, please, please continue to support, share the podcast. It's on Google Play, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts. Listen, I know if you don't have one of those platforms, you have the other one. And if you don't have the other one, you have the other one. Like, there's a way for you to listen to the pod. It's free. You don't even have to pay for it. All I ask is that you listen and that you share. That's all I want. I appreciate everyone who supports me. You can follow us on social media at 444podcast, F-O-U-R, F-O-R, the number four podcast. Email us at 444podcast at gmail.com. Please, please, please feel free to interact with us. I'll interact with you. Um, If you have a business or anything you want me to shout out, I will shout you out. Just let me know. You can drop me a line, send me an email, or just tweet me or whatever. Hit me up on Facebook. I'll be glad to make sure I shout you out in the next pod, okay? So, listen, I don't ask for any money to shout people out. I don't I don't even need that. I just want us to all win together, all right? Appreciate appreciate you guys. Appreciate all the support. I'm um, going to sign up from there. I probably won't record another pod probably until training camp. I, right now, I just don't find a need to really... Um, record anything after this pod because uh, look at it like this I, you know the basketball season is over hockey is over NFL isn't here yet minicamp just ended so right now I'm kind of in a lull um, all we got is baseball and I don't know if enough is going to happen um, unless there's like an emergency and the Phillies make a huge trade I just don't uh, know if I'll be recording another pod until training camp times, all right? So I'm going to sign up for now, and I'm going to take like another little hiatus. But I promise you guys, once football season comes back around, once we are getting into August and September, I will be recording more because there will be more news, okay? So I haven't left. I haven't gone anywhere. I'm still on Twitter. I'm still on Facebook. I'm all over, I'm all over the place, okay? You can interact with me and all those uh social media networks, all right? Appreciate you guys' support. Thank you so much. This is Don Lewis signing off from the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. And until next time, peace.